ladies. Hi. Hey there, ladies. So we have a pretty heavy and controversial topic that we're talking about today. So we're going to jump right in and start. Yeah, I think so. This is going to be pretty much our different viewpoints on how we stand with the overturn of Roe versus Wade and how we feel about abortion in in general. We're not experts in any of this. This is just our own own opinions. So I think to start off, we should kind of just say how we feel about the subject. You want me to, you want me to go first? <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Take it, Savannah. Um, well, y'all know that um, my viewpoint on abortion comes from my faith. So I believe that everyone has the basic right to life. I believe God creates all life and that God doesn't make mistakes. So I'm pro-life. Uh, Mia, on the other hand, I am very pro-choice. I feel that you can't ever force someone to do anything with their body. You know, everybody has a right to their body anatomy. And I that's the same with abortion. You are your own person and nobody can decide what to do in your shoes. And that's how I feel. I'm all pro-choice for every single woman. And I'm the fun one who falls right in the middle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I do agree with Savannah. I do believe that all, all life is made through God. And he does not make mistakes. I personally would never get an abortion, but I also don't agree that the government should have control over women's bodies. So I'm very pro in the middle. Yeah, but if you had to pick one, (laughs) you have to pick one. (laughs) To me, there is too much gray um, to be pro-life. So I would say at the end of the day, I'm I'm pro-choice. And I believe with the U.S., with all the percentage and statistics that it is against women and children in general, even more of a reason as why I am pro-choice due to the fact of mother mortality rate, uh, access to health care. There's so many things that lead me more towards being pro-choice, seeing how the U.S. already handles women and children's lives at the moment. So one of the biggest topics with abortion is when when do you think it becomes a life? For me, I mean, at the end of after whatever I say, I'm still going to stand for being pro-choice, but I go by um, the percentage of what most doctors and scientists agree that in, to me it's about pain. And fetuses cannot feel pain till 24 to 25 weeks. And this is coming from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Now, a heartbeat may start at eight weeks, but the brain isn't fully developed till that time. So to me, it comes down, when does a fetus feel pain? And that is not up to 24 weeks. That is what is recognized by most doctors at the moment. So I will say in my research that I found um, pain receptors start developing in the body potentially at seven weeks, and they're linked to the brain by 12 to 15 weeks. But the act of feeling the actual pain does not start to 24 weeks by most doctor standards. Well, I mean, in my opinion, life starts at conception. Mm -hmm. As soon as the sperm fertilizes the egg, conception, that's, to me, that starts life. That is your opinion based on your faith? Based on my faith. I mean, you think about it. As soon as the egg is fertilized at conception you've the life has begun it you've started forming it's the beginning of forming the baby but that is according to christianity i would think that anybody can agree that's where life where the baby starts to form i mean you couldn't grow a baby well otherwise that's the viewpoint i'm seeing because if you look at other religions and one of the oldest religions in the world is judaism 
And to them, life doesn't start till you are born. That is what it goes to them. And they have been around longer than Christianity, have allowed abortions for thousands of years because their belief in what life is present, it's not till a, a child is born. So everybody's viewpoint of when it's, if you're using faith, it's going to be different in every religion. Of course. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody believes different things. I mean, you just have to go by, no. you know. And, and that's really why we're sharing our own opinions mm-hmm. on this. There's no right or wrong. But yeah, I, I mean, as a Christian, and I mean, well, science do. I mean, when when you have a baby that starts at conception, that's just cells at that point. But in science, you'll find in any science textbook that says cells, like yeah. cells, <laughs> cells, cells are alive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, by science, too, it says cells are living beings. You could argue that point both ways. With After science. conception, a separate entity is created. That's the cell, right? Not part of a woman's body. It's something dependent on a woman's body, but it's not part of your body. It's a separate entity. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I go as far as when life starts, because it's not part of your body. It's separate. And that's where I also see it. It's dependent on the woman to live. And at the and the person that has to be responsible for that is the one that has the ultimate decision on doing on deciding whether they want to carry that to term or not, because at the end of the day, it falls back to them and nobody else. And yeah, and, you know, it is dependent on the woman's body to live. But so is a newborn baby up to, you know, whatever age you think you are to take care of yourself. You can't like pop out a newborn baby and be like, all right, now go make yourself a sandwich. Mm -hmm. You know, dependence, I think, isn't. But that's just my opinion. Uh, So my opinion with with (laughs) baby becomes alive, uh, the heartbeat to me, that which is anywhere from eight to nine weeks Mm -hmm. in most cases, which is also tough because a lot of women don't know if they're pregnant at that stage yet so but to me that when there's heartbeat that is a life well why don't we talk about exceptions then because as far as myself I I know SB being pro-choice exceptions probably really don't fall into your thought process Mm -hmm. but for me you know if the mother's life was at risk if going through with with the pregnancy was going to kill the mother then I think there can be exceptions made. I know there are exceptions to every rule. It would be a terribly hard decision, I think, for anybody. But that would probably be my one exception. Do you see any exceptions in your mind, Jenna? Oh, absolutely. That's why, to me, there's just too much gray to to be pro-life. I think if it's going to be harmful for the mother or the baby, absolutely abort that pregnancy. I know they do say only 1% of abortions are caused by rape. Um, I don't know. That's what that's what all of my research has said um, and found. Are those numbers accurate? Are a lot of women reporting that they were raped? Probably not. So that might be a higher percentage in real life. But research says that only 1% of abortions are from rape. So I don't think... Yes, those 1% of women are very important, but it's not the majority. So with rape, absolutely, that should be up to the woman to if they wanted to get an abortion. And what about incest? How do you guys feel about women that have produced or young girls have become pregnant due to incest? Yeah, that needs to be aborted. (laughs) 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 Like, get that out of here because that's not going to come out very well. So here's my thing. Rape terrible incest even 
the worst form of rape, but I still will come back to, I do believe that God creates all life. Would that be an absolutely terrible, difficult thing to go through? Yes. I, I won't take that away. At the end of the day, because I might not be the most religious person, I'm more of a spiritual person, I know that God talks about incest, and I know it's wrong in the Bible. So bringing a fetus into the world where it's already something that's spoken against in religion, that's just, to me, something that I am, you can't use that argument when something that's, in a way, an abomination. That also brings a, many complicated health risks. I believe that the act is, you know, if you're calling it an abomination, absolutely the act. But I don't believe that one act of violence justifies another. And so, I mean, there are people born of incest that are completely normal people that live normal lives. I'm not saying that is how it always works. I know it doesn't. But I still couldn't justify the abortion in my mind believing that if God created that life, are there questions? Do I know why it happened? No. But I mean, I just have to trust the process. Right. Another thing that really bothers me with this topic is the people that are pro-life. I'm with you 100%. But the, the ones that are activists and like are picketing outside of these abortion clinics and they're saying keep the baby keep the baby a lot of the times they will they will get to these women and change their minds and the women and the women keep the baby which i think is amazing but then the resources for them after the baby is born are very limited to me there's not enough um programs there's not enough support for the women after they have these babies to keep them and for us to be like nope you have to keep your baby we're going to support you through the pregnancy we're going to support you with making the decision to keep the baby, but we're going to like peace out as soon as the baby's born. Good and luck. That's why I think it's so hypocritical because the 14 states that have banned abortion completely have the highest mortality rate of women and infants, have the highest poverty rate. The most children that go hungry go, are in the states. These are all the states that banned the government from expanding child care and Medicaid. So to me, it's all hypocritical because at the end of the day, you're not doing anything to help these women. We're a first world country and we have the highest mortality rate and we banned abortions. It's all up to me. It's all about control. It's about controlling women. And that is my biggest thing because it's not about it's about protecting a life because they don't protect the lives as soon as it's born. I do agree that we absolutely need to do more. If I'm preaching to keep your baby, then I also absolutely believe that we can do more to help there are some organizations um, that do help one of them i found it online it's called uh, focus on the family uh, they have a website they are a resource for women um, who are looking for an alternative to abortion they help you put put you in touch with pregnancy resource centers these resource centers I have it right here let's say they help you decide if you want to keep your baby if you decide you want to put them up for adoption they help you set up an adoption plan they offer material support supplies diapers formulas clothing they help women get set up with WIC so they can have food during their pregnancy plus after they help you get set up with government assistance programs that you qualify for so there are programs out there that do help but we need more I will agree with that absolutely and I think they need more funding I do also think that we should touch on the Planned Parenthood um, because it seems like their agenda is mainly to push women towards abortion I get that they do offer other services that are great for women Um, I don't think we should get rid of Planned Parenthood by any means 
But when it comes to pregnancy, it it seems like their main agenda is to push abortion. Do you agree? Uh, yes. And because, like, I'm realistic. I mean, okay, have this baby, but we can't do anything to help you. You abort this baby or fetus, you have a higher chance of getting a higher education, of having, keeping your job. So saying they push abortions, okay, if they do, what is wrong with that? Because they're showing them the outcome of their future. And the states that are against abortion are not doing anything to help these women because these are the ones deciding what to do, yet they're turning the other way for any resources. So if the resource is to help these women get an abortion, I'm okay with that because that is, at the end of the day, realistically, you have to see the bigger picture. I don't believe that having a baby stops you from getting an education, from holding down a job, for continuing on with your life. I do believe that it makes it more difficult. I mean, yeah, you're adding another person that you are, that's completely dependent on you. Yes, it's harder to do those things. But as women, I think we like to say, well, we can do anything. We're capable of doing anything that men can do. And we don't feel like we should be limited. But the second we find out that we're pregnant or somebody else finds out that we're pregnant, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, your life is over. You can't go to school. You'll never have a career. And I just don't think that that's true. I'm that woman. (laughs) 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 I'm like, if I get pregnant, my life is over. (laughs) Did I just say I'd keep the baby? Absolutely, because I would. But I'm like, man, that's And, you know, we have to be in each person's shoes, and we're not. So for a woman to be in a situation where she says, I know that I cannot provide for these children, because at the end of the day, if they grow up to resent it, how? what kind of life is that for a child? You know, you have to think of the trauma that will happen. And this is preventing a lot of things from happening, because at the end of the day, just because a woman is pregnant does not mean whether she had an abortion or not, that that pregnancy is going to be viable. So if that's something that she feels for her future and for her life, it's going to be better. Nobody else can decide that but her. Nobody else can is going to be in her mind. So the one thing that bothers me about Planned Parenthood is the fact that they're, they are pushing abortions as the only solution for women who are pregnant who do not want mm-hmm. to keep the baby. I think there is a huge solution instead of getting that baby aborted, and that's adoption. We currently have... Two million couples in this country that are waiting to adopt a baby. We, we have, I, what is it, over like 600,000 abortions a year? Is something, is that, is that sound right? I yeah, think it's about 600,000. Right. And now 600, imagine taking to, that choice away and how many more kids are going to be in the system and hungry because they just took abortions rights from But women. not necessarily though, because there's two million couples who are waiting to adopt a baby. Then why are there so many children still in the system? Because you can foster, foster to adopt. Care. Well, absolutely. I will say from my research, I found that I, th- I think it was over 60% of foster care children are not available for adoption. They're in the foster care program because they're awaiting for their family issues or their family situations to get fixed. So they're not available. They are in foster care for either short-term or long-term mm-hmm. foster, but they're not available for adoption. And then a portion of the ones that are available for adoption are special needs as well. And people have a harder time, I think, adopting special needs children. I mean, you know, that is a lifetime commitment. I think that we need to do better with that, too. But I think that that's probably 
another reason yeah, right because then you're it's more of like okay well you can adopt but you get to pick and choose if you want a healthy kid or a special needs kid so it goes back to they have the choice to pick what kind of kid they want if they want to adopt do you want a boy do you want a girl they have that right and right now women in the america in 14 states do not have that right at all my point is is i think planned parenthood should make that more of an option they should team up with adoptions agencies and be like hey we have all these couples if you would like to meet with one or two of them just to see and have that option because if they're just getting their baby aborted because they don't have the financial means to take care of it or it doesn't fit in their lifestyle at that time i think that's both i mean financially i get that but like if they're like "Mm, this is not really the life i want to live to have a baby i think that's i think they should i mean you're gonna have sex i get accidents happen but if you're gonna have sex We all know the consequences of sex. We all know that we can get pregnant from having sex. So I think every, like, you need to be prepared for that. And if you get, if you get pregnant, abortion shouldn't be your way out. Like, you should explore other avenues. If you absolutely cannot take care of a kid, if you think that you're going to have a better life with somebody else, find a couple that wants to have a baby. Because there's two million out there waiting to have one who can't or choose not to. And I do want to say, as somebody who has used Planned Parenthood for birth control and my regular pap smears, I think Planned Parenthood already does more than the U.S. I mean, not the U.S., but more than the states that are banning abortion because they are providing women with birth control, which is contraception. They are providing them with access to pap smears. They're doing so much more. And yes, they do provide abortions, just as regular office clinics do in some in some states that it's allowed. So I think at the end of the day, they're still doing a lot. Just by providing women free contraception, it's a lot. So I do have a... Oh, did you want to say something? No, go ahead. I have a question. How do you feel about Plan B? So I did, I did some research on Plan B. And then, so at first I thought I was really behind Plan B. And that I supported it, but then I looked into it. So I thought that Plan B just delays, like the release of the egg delays ovulation. But then, dun, dun, then, dun, dun. But then I read <laughs> that it also can prevent an already fertilized egg from attaching to the womb. And so it would be like very hypocritical of me to say absolutely I support plan B I want to really bad I want that to be like a good option but if I go back to it's better than abortion yeah but it if it if the eggs already fertilized then in my mind that's <laughs> conception so I can't I want to really bad but I just I can't get behind plan B because of that very reason what do you think Essie I am, of course, I support Plan B because I don't. (laughs) Shocking news. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, my views of when a fetus is viable are completely different. And I mean, if you find out two days, if you had sex on Tuesday, you take Plan B Wednesday, I really don't see an issue with that. Because at the end of the day, you don't know if the egg is fertilized or not. It could be or it could not, but you don't know. Because and, I, woman, and as someone who has taken Plan B, and I, I have taken full, Plan B as well, full support. Yeah, and I've taken Plan B as well. And at the end of the day, if the egg is already fertilized, 
shocking a lot of women still end up pregnant because they're like oh mm-hmm. i took plan b but guess what i'm still pregnant so fifty dollars cheaper exactly <laughs> free, experience. free if you go to planned parenthood <laughs> i will say as far as contraception goes i'm not gonna get behind plan b but birth control condoms iud i think all of that including vasectomies for men Woo-hoo. i think that should all be covered under health care absolutely mm-hmm. and then if you don't have health care free uh, i really do that that would be an easy <laughs> that would i feel like that that would be a start a good start to a solution so i have another fun question mm-hmm. <laughs> all right let's say couple gets couple gets pregnant the father what role does he play obviously we know where we stand. Yeah. The father can't make a woman get or not get an abortion. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. What happens if the father chooses not to have any part of the child's life? He doesn't want to be a father. Then that's his right. That's his right. And whether it's morally correct or not, at the end of the day, that's his choices. And he has to live with that. The But the... Odds of a woman taking a man to court, whether he wanted the baby or not, for child mm-hmm. support, that she probably will. Absolutely. In my opinion, it takes a man and a woman to make a baby. Mm-hmm. If the woman doesn't want the baby, but the man does, I think he should have a right to the child. And vice versa. I mean, it's his baby, too. But it comes down to, like Jenna said, you're taking, you know, your actions. You know, you both played a part in making that baby. You take care of it so do you think if the father was like hey i don't want anything to do with this child i don't want it i'll take you to the abortion clinic we can get this aborted and the and the woman's like no i'm gonna keep this baby do you think it's fair for the woman or for the man to sign over rights and then not pay child support absolutely absolutely because he doesn't want a responsibility in it that's okay that's and if a woman wants to keep the pregnancy at the end of the day it's her body. She's the one that's going to have to endure whether she wants to go through an abortion, which is not an easy thing, or to carry a pregnancy to full term, which is not an easy thing, which is at risk to her life. And if she's willing to put up with that and the man doesn't want to have any part of that and wants to sign his rights away, let him, you know, let him. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't want anything to do. I don't think he should pay child support. I do think that the man should, if he wants to keep the baby, I think that he should be able to keep the baby it's so not he would have to take the woman to court and force her to go through the pregnancy right but i don't and i don't think that you can well no, i don't think no, that, absolutely not <laughs> but i think that you should i mean because it's not a man's fault that he can't carry a baby it's partly it's part him too no well he didn't there was a reason why the universe chose men not to have the right to carry a pregnancy because they're not very smart I'm sorry. And women are <laughs> more pain capable. Tolerance. Exactly. There are the pain. There would be a lot less people <laughs> so here. That's why. There are men in this world that are better with children than some women. Absolutely. I'm married and to one person. of them. He's like the baby whisperer. He would be a much better father than I'm going to be mother. And that's just the fact. It's uh, at the end of the day, you can't force someone to donate a kidney to save somebody else's life, even though you can. Morally, they could. But they shouldn't if they don't want to. Same thing. A man can't force a woman to carry his pregnancy just because he wants it. You know, I think a baby's a little different than a kid. <laughs> just a smidge. <laughs> but it's still a person you could save. 
It's if you could donate, if they said you have to donate your kidney so that person can live, that person's already alive in here, and you say no. But that other person you didn't create. Uh, well, I guess unless it's your child, mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably that other person didn't, you know, come from you. The baby did. Here's my thing. What suggestions do we have to help fix the problem? So I think that we're really looking at this abortion at the wrong part of the stage. I think we're we're over here at the very end of the pregnancy debating what their options are, what their choices are, um, abortion, not abortion. I think we need to look and and prevent this from even happening in the first place. We have the resources. I mean, our young girls are going through school and they need to be taught how to track their cycles. They need to know that you can really only get pregnant about six days out of your cycle. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until I was almost 30. And they're not being taught this. I mean, absolutely, boys need to be taught this as well. And I'm I'm a very firm believer in consequences of your actions. I think young kids are, they're just so undeveloped. I believe sex education should be a subject taught in school. Absolutely. It should be talked about daily. As much as we would love to have kids not have sex as young as they are, they are. And I think a lot of these abortions can be prevented. Um, And it's not just kids that are getting abortions. I mean, women in their 20s. The women in their 20s make up the majority of the people who are getting abortions. And women who already have children are also getting abortions. In fact, they make the highest percentage of abortions because they already have children. Yeah. So So I think, to me, the majority, I'm a firm believer that the majority of abortions can be prevented. And if we can do that, let's do it. And start at, start at the beginning, start before they ever start having sex to have babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, we <laughs> preach in abstinence <laughs> at, at least, you know, during like school age until you're 18, you can mm. preach it, but also arm them with the knowledge that when they aren't abstinent, mm-hmm. they know what to do, how not to become pregnant. Yeah. And unfortunately, we live in a country that's so scared to talk about sex because they hide behind religion. And the states that ban this are very religious states that will never talk about sex education to children, will never talk about uh, contraceptives that they can use because they don't, it goes against, you know, their beliefs. And if we have better programs for women, you're right, to help them to prevent pregnancy, that I am 100% that, for that. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to stick by even if a woman has all the resources available to her and she still decides that, you know what, I don't want to do this to my body because I am afraid of dying because I am afraid of so many issues. You know, childbirth, it's a very traumatic thing that happens to your body. And at the end of the day, that is still her right, whether every single available resource is there. If she still doesn't want to carry a pregnancy, then don't do it, you know. And I'm still going to stand behind that no matter what options they have. And I'm going to stand by my Mm pro-life choice. But I also think that we need to do more. Women need to have more resources. We need to do more to help women understand all of their options. I realize that, you know, abortion isn't banned in all states. But I do think Planned Parenthood, too, and abortion clinics in, in general could do better at 
given other options besides the abortion. I agree with that completely. I don't think abortion should be our first, the first solution that we jump to um, when you have an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, I think there's plenty of other avenues that can be taken. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in any state that's banning abortions, I hope they're doing something to help the woman, but they're not. Unfortunately, they're not. And that is my biggest issue with the whole thing, whether you're for it or not. All these states that have banned abortion have nothing in place to help the woman. Nothing in place. Till this day, they have nothing. So it goes back to me at the end of the day, control. And I am not for anybody controlling anybody's bodies or their decisions. I will say if someone is considering abortion, check Check your state. Google it. I did. There are actually, and I don't know what all states, I mean, there may be somebody in every state, but check and see because there are state programs as well that will help you get everything set up you need to help you support your child or help you set up an adoption plan. So there are resources out there. They're just, you just got to look for them. Just not as well known as Planned Parenthood. Exactly. <laughs> no, we should have Un- a, a program. Unfortunately, <laughs> as big as Planned Parenthood no. doing, or just they the should opposite. work together. Yeah, it's Planned be. Parenthood, and I think <laughs> it's in the title to You're be or not to be. <laughs> and I think at the end of the day, no matter on which side you stand on, you we can all agree that women do need better resources for any decisions they want because it takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to have them to do anything and the biggest topic should be ban or not a ban what are we doing in general to help you know these people and unfortunately not many are doing anything and i think uh whether you're for it or not we should look into like savannah said better ways to help women out agreed and i think one one topic that more so sb and i agree on together that i don't we didn't really touch on but i really want to follow or like end the episode and say it's our body, our choice. Yeah. I don't want anyone to decide for me what I can and can't choose to do. I totally agree. I mean, if we have the right to choose whether we want to or not donate blood or donate an organ after we're dead or before we're alive, why can't we have the right to do with our body? And to me, that opens the doors to other things. And that's why I'm scared of them taking this right away. Absolutely. I, I feel like I could carry on and on. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all can. Really I think good. we all can. But I think at I the know. end of the day, even though we disagree on abortion itself, we all agree that we could do more. Women need more mm-hmm. options. Absolutely. And um, that's something we need to work on. Yeah. We need to work on those resources for them. Well, guys, we made it. <laughs> we made it through sure. our first yeah. tough topic. So we've got some more fun ones coming up. Yeah, I don't some, know about fun, but <laughs> some, we're going to have some lighthearted ones. episodes, you know, that just has to do with everyday issues that we women deal with, whether it's waxing, whether it's, you know, but a stuff. pregnancy scare, <laughs> kinky stuff. You know, there's so many topics to discuss. I'm sure we'll hit them all. <laughs> we all have a story to tell. Well, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Bye.